RadioInfluence.com. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Live Bold and Boss Up. It's your girls, Steph and Ash. And we have, <laughs> we have part two, part dos of Synapse Live in Orlando. We have a few more speakers that'll knock your sacks off. Um, we have Tim Armendinger. He's founder and CEO of the World Health Exchange super smart individual. Then we have David Adelson. He's the chief innovation officer over at the Orlando Economic Partnership. And then we have Dave Finnegan. He's super fun, creative individual that has a lifetime of experience and knowledge, right? Yes. And he graces us with his presence. He's the founder of Green Actioneers. So let's hear first from Tim and find out what he's doing to re revolutionize healthcare. All right, we are live here at Synapse and we have Tim Armendinger. Did I say that right? You did. Yeah, um, thank you for having me. Here with us. Um, Tim, tell us about your company, what you do, just a brief little synopsis. No, absolutely. So uh, my name is Tim Armendinger. I'm the initial founder of the World Health Exchange. So we're a decentralized online platform that operates like a Wall Street. So we're the first, we like to advertise that we're the new Wall Street of healthcare. So that's this, a very bold statement and it's very intriguing. <laughs> I love it, I know. Which is why you're on and we wanna hear more about that. I mean, like, sure. I love that, um, that correlation. So please tell us how, how you thought of this and sure. how it works so easily. Okay. Well, I'm not, I'm not so sure easily, <laughs> um, but uh, we have to remind ourselves sometimes that some things are too important not to do. And so this is a, this is a significant challenge that the world is operating in. I would, uh, I'll be upfront that it was a little bit of a happy accident. And so it was during time with a, a major hospital system. I was the head of global strategy at the time. And we realized that there, that the entire industry, um, the problem is that we have a lack of pricing transparency across the entire industry. And it's not just for the patients or the consumers, it's also for the businesses. So the businesses don't have the information, the tools and the access they really need to focus on patient care. And when you say businesses, are you saying just any corporation that gives healthcare to their employees? That yes. perspective, okay. Yes, uh, the business needs um, in order to serve those that they're in business for, it's incredibly difficult. And so we started asking our ser a series of what if questions. So rather than the industry making incredibly important decisions on patient care based on information from the past a year ago, it's limited. Uh, what if we could get it real time from the source? And so that started an entire new series of, of what if questions. Uh, but long story short, uh, I was still with the hospital system at the time, and we formed an entity more as a special project. It wasn't really intended to become where it is today. And so here we are, uh, World Health Exchange. Um, we are very committed to helping to solve uh, what we believe to be one of the biggest social, economic, and political challenges to today. So healthcare was built, built with good intentions. 
And with those good intentions, we created a very, very complicated foundation for standardization codes. And what the industry's done is they've built solutions, complicated solutions on top of a very complicated process. And so I'm a large fan of Elon Musk, uh, very much believe that first principles thinking is really what helped pave the way to being a change agent. And so that's what we've done. We've kept what we know really needs to stay, and that's more on the government side. And we've started over from scratch. So what we're doing, again, is we are want to make pricing transparent to the world. Uh, we found a way to essentially show real-time pricing directly from the source. And so we were established in 2019, and so we're a few years into development. We've built our software. We actually, in about two weeks, we'll be launching it live, worldhealthx.com. Awesome. Wow, congratulations. Uh, thank you very much. And so, but what we really need is we really need the world to get engaged and make this happen. Right. And so uh, we're very excited. It's going to take a lot of hands and stakeholders to really help bring this into scale. And we're going to keep this completely free, patients and providers. So businesses, you know, we saw through both the lens of a patient and the provider. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, all 7 billion of us are patients, right? Right. right. And so rather than being just consumer centric, we think it's very important to be ecosystem centric. So you would never um, expect a horse to run a race if it wasn't properly fed and, and nourished. So it's really not that much different within this ecosystem we all share. So we're gonna keep this free. It's very, very similar to models we know with YouTube and Facebook. And we found a very viable model to where we use Google as the benchmark standard. So 7% of all Google searches are health related. And what that relates to is uh, 70,000 searches per minute. Wow. One billion per day. Wow. And so we found a clever way to be able to provide the services free to the world. And Google currently does it on an algorithm from a penny to $50 per click. So if we're the most relevant search in a solution to the, to the world, we're that next click. We're going to do it for $1, not $50. So we found a mechanism, 70,000 clicks every minute, 1 billion per day, creates uh, the potentials for a billion dollars in gross revenue daily to really build the infrastructure we need to operate as a global company around the world that is culturally tailored to speak the languages and to help recruit those native to the country to really connect this ecosystem that's never been connected this way before. So the, the easy way to describe healthcare is that it is incredibly robust very capable system. We're very optimistic about the future, very optimistic about healthcare, and all we're doing is we're trying to take what we believe healthcare to be in the age before the internet. It's more like an old library card catalog system from 50 years ago. So the information you need is there, right? Uh, but it's very manual, time intensive. And so what this represents is becoming the internet of healthcare in mm -hmm. a sense real-time information, pricing, and let's connect the world. Let's bring down pricing through that market competition, and that's what took months, if not a year, for patients to navigate their care, but we can do it in a single click. Wow. So that's the Very vision. Impressive. I, that's I our it. purpose. Uh, we're just really excited, and if there's anybody that believes they can help be a part of this mission and help make this global, uh, we absolutely would love to have that conversation. Uh, you can reach out to us at info at worldhealthx.com. Nice. Thank you for Thank that. Thank you so much. Thank you.
That, that is amazing. I know. Yeah. I feel like I could ask you a I thousand have a million, questions. Right? I know. Exactly. Like, okay, well. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll give an add in real quick. Yeah. Uh, and even if it's just us. Yeah. Um, we tell our story that the journey began in 2014. That was the day that I became, uh, that's the day that I went into a hospital system. And I came from DC in a very diplomatic space. Mm-hmm. I used to be on the delegation to negotiate nuclear treaties. Wow. So I was in the nuclear treaty and monitoring I feel business. like there's so much more that we need to uncover with you. That's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Um, but I grew up in hospitals. My father grew up, uh, he had a stroke. So at a very early age, I had to grow up very, very quick. So I watched my mother struggle through the um, the challenges of navigating healthcare. And just in those unplanned events, you know, Steve Jobs says you can only connect the dots looking back yeah. through a series of unplanned events. And um, in college, I got into supercomputing and did the, saw what the, the power of doing computational chemistry on a computer could do. Data helps transcend biases mm-hmm. is what it does. It does some amazing things. And then just going through, I was in the military for quite a few years. I did acquisitions, so R&D from ideation till trying to bring it to the world. And then later on had an opportunity to travel the world, uh, understand uh, the power of connecting the world in these UN-like environments. And then the hospital system really brought all of that back together as I got a, a touch older. And now it's mostly those that we work together have all come together, um, both as friends and professionals. Uh, my day starts at 4.30, I go to bed around midnight, and we do that every single day. Uh, but what we're doing is we're building a hot rod in the garage. Uh, mm. Not that much different than how Apple started in a garage. Right. Um, so we have the software, we're going to launch the site. Uh, Amazon started with books, uh, right. but we knew the potential beyond books, so that's how we look. We're going to start with just procedural pricing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in time, we want to be able to do this for the entire industry. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's amazing. So. It's, it's really amazing what you guys are creating right now and almost right done. You're going to go live with this when yes. it, officially. We have a, our chief technology officers, an incredibly talented coder. Uh, it started mostly with three people, uh, myself as mostly the lead designer and a very simple job. Keep it simple. Right. Keep this intuitive so that anybody can use it. Right. When you do the search, it automatically just from lowest cost to highest cost ranks it real time based on where you're at. And in a single click, it connects you. And it connects you with the doctor that'll do that procedure or? It does. Right. And so there's another added component. So in its beginnings, um, if, if a hospital chooses not to be in agreement, we'll link them to a website. If they choose to be on agreement and for free, this, it's very important that it's for free. Right. We're going to give them a portal access that's always going to put all of their pricing right next to what the best price in the world is. Mm-hmm. And so in a single click, they can input their price and go live in one click. And having been in the hospital system, hospital sends tens if not hundreds of millions of dollars for business intelligence, business development, marketing. And what we want to do is build, we want to be able to build a solution to have the best product that has the entire globe looking in one place. And for free, if they can help compete in pricing and their outcomes and patient experience, and there's a rating system that helps do that, it really helps them reduce their costs. So we're very empathetic both to those that are our healthcare heroes as much as those that we want to serve because, again, we're all patients at the right. end of the day. Right. So Even if it's everybody, it sounds like. Yes. It's, it's for everybody. And later on, we're going to bundle airlines, hotels. We're going to get everything in a single click. Cool. And so uh, at the end of the day, we really want to go beyond what is just a $3 trillion industry 
And we want to also be able to engage into the whole entire global economy and essentially bring prices down and make life much easier for everybody. It sounds good. So. It sounds <laughs> right. like a win-win for everybody. I love that. Yeah. Thank you, Tim. You're so innovative. I see why you're at Synapse. And I wish you all the best of luck. We need to stay in touch. Absolutely. Yes. No, and thank, thank you, you so for much. coming on Live Bold and Boss Up. No, thank you for having me. Thank, thank you very much. That was great chatting with Tim. And now we chat with David Adelson. He, again, is the Chief Innovation Officer over at the Orlando Economic Partnership. And he brings a background of very successful exits and helping others achieve the very same success. David Adelson. Yes. It's great Thank to you. be here. Thanks for having me on the Thank show. Thank you for coming on our Appreciate show. Appreciate it. So I want you to tell your story because I know we've talked in the past. I met you before at an Orlando event. Yep. And um, you had a company, you sold it a few years back, and now you're with the ODP? ODP. Yep, that's correct. Okay. Um, I'm so used to Tampa, thinking right, in like right. Tampa terms, but the Orlando Development Partnership? Orlando Economic Partnership. OED. OEP. 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 Yeah. What are those letters? Yeah. The crazy acronym. I mean, there's yeah. like 26 letters. Just pick yeah. it up. <laughs> All right. So anyways, I want to hear your story. Just like tell us kind of your background and, and why you're in your role that you're in today. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll start with the background. So I managed hotels for the first 15 years of my career. Um, so I was a hospitality manager, hotels in New York, Washington, D.C., Atlanta, Boston, Philadelphia, and then I moved to Orlando in 2005 to take on a pretty large property here. Uh, and after a couple of years, I saw some gaps in the marketplace uh, when it came to self-service technology in hospitality. And self-service technology means, you know, guest services. How do, how does a guest order in-room dining or a wake-up call? Um, and that quickly evolved. Uh, so my company's name was Intelity. I started in 2008. Uh, Intelity basically was a uh, back office engine uh, that integrated into all the hotel systems and then there was guest facing attributes to it so your mobile device an in-room tablet so if you've ever used a mobile app to check into a hotel or if you've ever seen a tablet in a hotel guest room to turn the lights on and off for order services that was probably my company wow. so I powered Hyatt Hilton Marriott Four Seasons most of the global brands the company got quite large uh, a little over 300 people and seven offices throughout the world and did that for a little over 12 years uh, and decided it was my time not to do it any longer. Uh, so I, uh, I looked for some opportunities to exit uh, and I sold the company to a private equity firm uh, at the end of 2018. Uh, took some time off and, um, and now I find my home at the Orlando Economic Partnership coming back. I love that because now, like you had a lot of success, congratulations on all that. And now this is a great role where you're so connected in the community. You're like giving back to the community. Um, I just, I love, I love the partnerships and that whole piece of it. Like, I feel like you're so connected and that's how we yeah. met in the first place. Yeah, and that's my purpose, you know, so my purpose is being that I've gone through the trials and tribulations of an entrepreneur in this marketplace and understanding its ecosystem. I could have done a lot of things after retirement. I could have started another company. I could have led another company. There's a lot of things I could have picked and chose. Uh, but my passion is growing people. Um, and not only people within my own team, but within my own organization, but people within the community. Uh, so if I can have a hand at helping that next entrepreneur get a higher multiple or a bigger exit, uh, or find funding or connect with a revenue partner, 
if I can help and assist, uh, then then I'm fulfilling the buckets that fulfill my heart. Right. Uh, and and right now my my drive is uh, giving back in areas that I wasn't receiving uh, because I know how important it is as a foundation, as an entrepreneur to receive that. That's great. That whole background, sorry, I keep talking. No, it's okay. Um, you can connect with those people that have gone through or are going through that now because you've been through it yep. and you've done it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, instantly, I, I already have the credibility mm-hmm. because I know what they're going through. Right. Um, and I have the patience to walk them through it uh, because I know where they're headed. And in some cases, some of them are headed nowhere. Uh, and I'm not afraid to tell them that uh, because sometimes you need to hear that as well. Right, uh, so, exactly. Yeah. What were some of the, the areas or, or things that you felt like, hey, I didn't get this when I was an entrepreneur, right? Or going through my business that you feel like, okay, I, I, I want to make sure that I give this to someone. Yeah. What was it? That's a great question. You know, access to capital is always a big deal. You know what I mean? You know, as a CEO, you spend a lot of time raising money. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're trying to, to run a company at the same exact time. And you go through a lot of rabbit holes uh, because you feel like you're chasing dollars. Um, and when I look back now, chasing your passion creates dollars, not chasing dollars to create your passion. Um, and, and that's one of the biggest sound advice I'll give to any entrepreneur is that keep your head down, do what you have to do, and eventually the money will come uh, because when you chase passion, your gratification at the end of the road is that much larger than anything else. So, you know, capital is a big piece of it, training and development, um, and really just sound advice. You know, I think a lot of CEOs sit in these silos as founders uh, because they're trying to solve their own problems that they don't have a lot of people to go to to recognize some of the problems they're not even dealing with. Uh, so. I think giving that advice and connecting them with other CEOs is really valuable. Nice. How are you? Um, how are you keeping this all very innovative? Right, we're at Synapse. It's a tech innovative conference, and obviously, you know, you still continue to grow yourself, right? And what you're you're going to do? I mean, yep. you're not old. You have like decades on decades left, right? Yeah, that's really kind of you. <laughs> so, you know, I, when I joined the OEP, it was to take on innovation and tech, but I've created something much larger than that here in Orlando. So we unrolled this, uh, this MetaCenter brand, which kind of brings together all of the tech in our region. Um, and I'm looking at as Orlando as my own company. And this is my company. I'm building my own company right now. It's just in a different way. Uh, so, uh, and that's the way that I'm approaching this mm-hmm. is that I make the decisions that I make on my daily as if it were my own company and I'm looking for my own exit at the end of the day. And that exit for me is everybody thriving. I love that. Yeah. It's, it just reminds me of a very simple quote. It's better to give than receive. For sure. Right. And you're yep. just kind of fulfilling that. Yep. I Indeed. love that. Um, quick question. So Orlando, whenever you first got here, versus Orlando now. Ooh. How has it changed yeah, from yeah. then and now? Well, it's interesting you should ask that question. So when I actually sold my company, I didn't hear from anybody. I mean, I, I lived 13 years in Orlando with my company thriving and never connected inside of the community. I didn't even really even know there was a tech and innovation community here. Wow. Um, and, and that's one of the lessons learned for me as to why I want to change that dynamic because mm-hmm. I want to make it incredibly inclusive and what's changed even specifically in the past year, and a lot of it is a post-COVID boom of a lot of people relocating, but Orlando is a hotbed of talent. It is a hotbed of creativity and innovation. 
The magic began here with the mouse decades ago. Um, and that magic and the things that we have here are innovative. So, you know, what I've seen in the past year is really us taking all the components that have already made us us and really just letting people know. I mean, we've been in stealth for so long. Yeah. Um, and there's other markets that claim that they're one of the top 10 most innovative markets. And we have so much more than them. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is our opportunity to let the world know that not only have we arrived, but we're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're here to play. I love it. Well, I think you're doing a good job because Orlando was just named one of the top, what, tech, emerging tech yep. yes. cities yeah. yes. in the United States. Yeah, so. many number ones this year. Fastest growing company for entrepreneurs, uh, fastest increase in tech uh, salaries, most connected city. But there's probably 10 or 15 different accolades. What puts us at number one? And when we're looking to compete against all these other cities like Miami and Austin and Denver, we're the one getting the number ones right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, so this is our time and, and we're going to capitalize on that time. And we're going to make sure the rest of the world knows that, that this is who we are. I love it. And I can attest to you being innovative and really connecting and making sure the people who need to meet are meeting because you've already done that several times over. Sure. So yeah. I'm really appreciative of all the work that you're doing. Well, if we're not here to help each other, right. then we're only helping ourselves. Right. Yeah. I love that. Great. Thank you, David. All Thank right. you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yes. Good luck. And now the grand finale. Guys, we chat with Dave Finnegan. He's the founder of Green Actioneers. He is so sweet and such a great personality, right? Yeah. I mean, he juggled in front of he us did. while he was there. Live juggling. But he has a lifetime of knowledge that I feel like Steph noticed right away and was like, we have to chat with you. Dave created this book. Um, it's fun, it's, it's, it's animated. It's a way for the kids to learn how to um, be green. Be green, right? Take little steps, take action to be green, to help the planet. And it really kind of empowers kids and, and gets them going on this adventure. And it's in English and Spanish. And he calls it a family activity. Mm -hmm. So you can do it together. I thought it was really cool. And, um, you know, I could see schools doing it and implementing it in, the, right. in their system. Yeah. We have Dave Finnegan here with us at Synapse in Orlando Live. Dave, tell us about your book. Well, it's a book for the whole family. It's going to be distributed at family night at schools everywhere. And the families get to go home with the book. And the book has in it everything that everybody needs. For instance, it's got artwork for the little guys. So it's a coloring book. It's got word games and puzzles for the older kids. It's in English, it's in Spanish, and it's got a Where's Waldo feature that everybody loves. So that's the Green Actioneers Family Action Guide, available at your local school. <laughs> that was perfect. I love what that. doesn't it have? It has everything. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, something that every family will be able to be proud that they had, and they'll, they'll actually do it because the kids are gonna be coming home and going, mom, mom, Susie did this. Mom, mom, Bobby did that. And so they'll be able to move forward as a community. Eventually it'll become a community program, but it starts out with the individual family. It's a bubble up program, not a trickle down program. I, like I love that. it, Dave. Give us a couple examples of what's in there that teaches kids 
for a greener. Uh, there, there are a hundred actions that families can take. You can randomly open it and you'll find something that you may or may not be doing. This one is about use shades, not air conditioner, uh, in order to cool a room. Uh, and then the next one is uh, get a uh, energy audit. Uh, and everybody should do that. Uh, and uh, the next one is uh, change your HVAC. And the next one is, uh, you know, get a water system. And then there's uh, uh, get uh, go find out about PACE funding. Uh, so it's all stuff that kids love because it's things that are a little off color, like uh, use, use a, a bidet instead of toilet paper. Very right. good idea. Okay. Yes. Hey, it might, uh, might be more clean, I think, you know? <laughs> yeah, if you spill chocolate syrup on your arm, would you wipe it off or wash it off? Right. Thank you. Right. Case good closed. Mm-hmm. You had in there like a rooftop garden too oh, and Every, planting yep. plants and everything. It's There's a hundred actions that families can take to go green. So every family can find things that they can do in the book. Awesome. Thank you so we much, Dave. Thank, Thank you, you for Dave stopping by. Here My pleasure. Synapse. Thank you for being here. All right, guys. Well, that concludes all of the speakers that we had at Synapse Live over in Orlando. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope it brings you some inspiration and innovation. Yeah, and we'll we'll put their information at the end of the show notes so you can check them out. They're all great. And um, until next time, live bold and boss up.